Welcome to Fresh Perspectives Only, where the objective is to understand artists' views of the world in order to appreciate their art on a deeper level. Now, we'll be working directly with Portion.io, which is a fantastic NFT platform which emphasizes the artist and the art itself, as opposed to just having another marketplace focused on metrics. Now, if you're not familiar with Portion, I would check it out. If you're not familiar with NFTs or digital art spaces, that's okay. This is also a great place to start. Now, the first episode is going to be with Johnny Kaplan, which is the newest brand ambassador for Portion.io. Uh, now, Johnny's got a great resume. He is the CEO of Tech Talk Media. They've got about 14 different productions um, all around the tech space, how things work, why it matters. And on the side, he's also an artist. And so his latest journey is going to be with what is called NFT Me. Now, this is going to be a whole docu-series about this NFT digital art space. Um, should be coming out in the next several months here. Now, what I talked to Johnny about is his perception of the NFT digital art community, what he's most excited about, and where he sees the evolution of the industry going. So with that, I'll toss it over to my conversation with Johnny. Like what is what is your relationship or how do you view the relationship between technology and, and art? Yeah, you've hit it. Uh, you've hit the nail on the head with um, my aspirations in life. Uh, you might have seen that somewhere in one of my bios, but um, I grew up as an artist or I was a creative being that didn't necessarily focus towards technology. But then, you know, my mom had problems with a vacuum and I used to kind of take it apart and fix it for her as a kid and, you know, other kind of small little electronics things. Um, and I got very much into computers. I studied architecture after my art foundation. Um, and at that point, I realized that, wow, I can put perspective, I can put 3D axes, I can move it around and I can actually build buildings and structures that are much cleaner than I could do with my hands or I could do it, but gosh, it would take a lot of pain, you know, on the whiteboard, you know, working on that, that architectural board and so on. So um, I've, I quickly realized that computers were very able to help you to create, maybe not create totally on their own, but help you and be tools to help you to create. So from that point, I used technology as another vertical to create on. So I was always creating and I've always been creating and all of my brands, all of my companies, all of my products um, have been designed with my, you know, my designer head on, my artistic head, the marketing, the brand has all been created like that. And the rest of it is just really a little bit of technology and a little bit, little bit of business sense. So throughout my career, I've had that symbiotic relationship between technology um, and the artistic talent, the creative talent. Um, and that was very unusual. You know, as you said, you can see some of the platforms today, certainly not um, a portions platform because it is uh, incredibly designed. Um, but some of the other platforms are very basic. They don't really have creativity in mind. Um, so uh, what's wonderful about, you know, I've been blessed with these skills is that I can see all of that and I can put it throughout the whole company from the beginning to the end, the technical structure, the corporate structure, the artistic thing. So I'm fascinated by how can we do this more? How can robots help us to create? How can we use AI? Um, how can we use computers and programs? So therefore when NFTs came out, I was like, what? This is like everything for me. This is literally 
everything, the culmination of all of my skills, all of my experience packaged into one clear industry that's just like make any product you want and, and you know, offer it to other people in some kind of uh, uh, situation. And, and, and therefore I can create my films which might inspire people for, you know, uh, for a lifetime. I can create my artwork which might inspire them the beauty of it or the change it will make on their environment or how it make them feel. Um, I can do it with a, a little software application, uh, so to speak. It could be a jukebox or, you know, I don't know, something else that we were talking about yesterday about making an interactive NFT that when you buy it, it will take a picture of your wallet or a picture of your Instagram and pop you on the TV. And then I could say, I just NFT meet you or, so, or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. NFT me. And then you get on the screen of the actual NFT that you buy. So, you know, all these ways that you can actually use the creativity in some way um, to inspire, to innovate, to make the world better, to change things, to express things in a better way um, is what I'm inspired by. And I love, you know, you probably see my little robot friend behind me. I've got another few on the floor here. Um, I'm obsessed by, you know, all these new innovative robots and AI and stuff like that. So I think technology is a benefit to us. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry for technologists or artists that don't get the other side because right. I get both sides and I wish I could put them together better. Um, and I guess in all of our productions, um, including Tech Talk, including NFT Me, are really showing people that all of those things are quite simple. Don't get too um, uh, worked up by the terminology. Don't get too uh, scared by a new place to go into. That actually technology can be mind blowing. You know, there's robots that look after the elderly and flying taxis and holographic 3D surgery. And, and in the art world, there's reactive art and, and, and interactive art and, and just incredible stuff going on that, that is mind blowing that everybody should adopt it. So you can probably tell I'm quite passionate about it. Sorry for the yeah. long answer. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I love that kind of stuff. I'm looking for new ways to integrate that as much as possible and lower the barrier to entry for everyone. because I think everybody can be innovative. Everybody can be creative on some level. Yeah, so that uh, that's interesting. The um, the barrier to entry, because I know, um, kind of in in one of your answers, you're talking about it's like what is what is the percentage of the mainstream market that is you know either aware of or knows the NFT space really well, and we'll also kind of mention, you know, maybe the branding or the naming of certain things um, might have been confusing, or or it could have been where you know people just place certain things in a box, right, like. Blockchain, for example, most people I would assume associate that with you know, maybe just financial markets and business. They don't maybe actually see the applications that it can have within the art world. Um, so as you're kind of looking at the NFT community and trying to grow that, as you mentioned, lower the barrier to entry, what are some of the key, um, I guess, maybe it's misconceptions or misunderstandings that you're you're seeing while talking to people who might not be as familiar with, with the space? Well, firstly, most people don't know what blockchain is. I think yeah. it's, um, it's nice in a sense if it was a building block company for kids or something like that. But I think the description of it, although quite literal, 
um, is not really um, good for mass adoption of it. I just don't think it's sexy. I don't think it has the attractive nuance to it that, that gets people interested and inquisitive to what the technology is. Um, I think the same, NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Like what? Like that still doesn't describe anything that it is. Okay, maybe it is a tokenable, sorry, maybe it is a token that is non-fungible, but that doesn't mean you should call it a non-fungible token. These are techies that have named it, right? Rather than naming it something that might be more adoptive to, to, to other people. So that could be... Um, electronic um, transfer or something like that, or um, file connectivity, you know, I don't know, something, you know, uh, creative or, or something that just has more nuances to make it attractive for other people. And that's fine. We can get over that hurdle. But for me, I would have definitely named them better. Don't take any of the brand names I gave to you right now. I'm, I'm you know, I'm speaking as I think, but um, but I definitely come up with some better ones that would be clearer and help to to bring the mass adoption. Having said that, we're going to do things to educate people quite easily on it and lower that barrier because I think it's just a bit of technology. Um, mm -hmm. Often the sites are not that complicated in terms of like working them out. It's not like going to Blender and trying to work out how to render something, you know, that's quite extensive. But if you're going to open a wallet and you need to check the activity or copy your seed phrase, these are all basic computer actions. So we're going to, we're going to help with that. We're going to load, we're going to teach people. I'm already doing it, as you know, on a daily basis to like thousands of people. So um, we're going to do it on a, on a much wider scale, perhaps one where I can get some sleep um, and not have to do it continually. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I just don't think they were named very well. I think right. going forwards, we should try to make all of the platforms a lot more like portion, like more attractive, more inviting, a certain feeling. It has a feeling of prestige. It has a feeling of there's something going on. The rest of them are just like blank sites, really, really terrible menu systems, not much discovery, um, not much news and information. Um, so sort of lacking all those basic social things that we are used to and taking them out and say, okay, we're decentralized, change everything. And I think they should have just step by step, right? Warm us into it, get us into things that we're used to, help us to get in. Um, and I think some brands are now seeing that. And, and as we see the next six months, it'll be very interesting who else comes into the space. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, um, you know, that's, a lot of those points towards the ends is kind of getting towards more of the social, um, social aspect of things. Cause it is a brand new community, just like any other art form. Right. So, um, you know, NFT is obviously a broader, um, community, but you have communities of painters, photographers, uh, sculptors, right. So, um, you know, the NFT community is still fairly new kind of, buzz around it. it's been growing over the last year significant growth since since last year right um less so about the technology side of things um you know within any new group you you form like social norms or behavioral norms and values um so maybe what are some of the more interesting new normals that you're seeing within the nft space that you think is really good for artists in general Right, that's a, that's a really, really great question. I actually spoke to somebody earlier about this, but 
you know, a lot of people come into the space um, and it's a massive market, right? In the sense that there's a lot of people, there's a lot of platforms, there's a lot of technology, there are things that you have to learn. It's vast. You might get into there, you might pick up those things. And then, you know, you're on your own to go out and create and then market and then sell that work. And, and that's often a very difficult and daunting task for an artist who's used to just creating stuff and giving it to somebody else to sell it or, or being lucky enough to have some shows and, and sell it. So um, I think what it brings is it brings the ability to connect with other people, to be inspired by other artists and other creators, to learn from them, to collectively learn together to evolve your art and your skill into new skills, to be inspired by what other people are doing and learn about it, to learn new technologies, to try, to fail, to learn from that failure, to achieve success through going through those uh, down times and being supported and finding new avenues or new techniques and getting through it. So um, there is an, a, such a speed this industry grows at and evolves at that people are learning fast People are doing the sorts of things I said in you know, a matter of a couple of weeks or a month compared to what would normally take you a few years to learn all of those things. So there's an incredible learning curve and speed. There's incredible community, support, spirit, uh, encouragement, love, um, backing, you know, with real hard crypto and dollars. Um, there is amazing collaborations coming out of this. I have plenty of collaborations coming up and have done um and i've seen so many other people that do as well it's it's quite incredible that they never would have connected with i think people are growing i think people are learning faster i think they're evolving their craft and their skill i think they are developing their uh, market and their uh, revenue and their business and their collection and their uh, exposure at a rate unprecedented to anything they could have done before mm. um and i still think we're in the infancy i think the technology is not there yet i think the resources are not there yet I think most of the market isn't here yet. So, so given all of those factors, it's just a wonderful thing to see the, the, the positive vibes and spirit that's coming out of it already, the impact. And that's exactly the reason why I've got to do as much as I can to expose that to the greater world, because man, we're going to change the world for the better. I mean, who doesn't want that? Right. So. <laughs> is, there anything, is there anything particular that you're excited about that you're seeing? in the community because obviously it's evolving really quickly. Like you mentioned, is there something that you're either in conversations or that you've seen, um, you know, just as your own, own research that, you know, you, you personally might be super excited about maybe something that's coming in the next month from a technology standpoint or a behavior, like you, you're saying, there's a lot of more collaborations. Is there something that you're most excited about to see how it evolves? The biggest thing I am excited about is that underlying current of positive energy, which I've never, ever, 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 ever discovered in any other environment. I felt it in my heart, right? I felt it a couple of times from other people, right? But not on a just a continual basis for a large body of people um, to be flowing. And that is a game changer, you know? I lost hope after COVID, right? Gosh, the world's, you know, we're going to lockdowns. It's still, we're still not out of it. You know, people are losing um, opportunities and, and, and their, their faith and hope um, in what's going on. You know, uh, the economy wasn't great. You've got terrible political situations almost everywhere in the world, right? So people are getting to this point of despair. And then all of a sudden arises an NFT community, right? That is like altruistically just sharing love and unity and, and, and innovation and creativity and, 
and and just building and evolving and welcoming any anybody in on there and like you know stopping anybody else from disrespecting or hurting anyone else and you're like what where, where did that come from it's like a mirage so that to see what we can do and really like whatever we're doing right now with our television production we go to like 80 plus countries you know half a billion you know homes it, it, it's a game changer and on a daily basis millions of people get educated and we teach them from beginning to end everything so they know as much as we know right now so so if we're doing that on a daily basis right like what's the effect from that it's going to be absolutely nuts so Look, I, I'm, I'm working also on some very exciting projects. Uh, I can't tell you all of them. Some of them are under NDA and, and really, really exciting stuff uh, from a technology point. Um, can't wait to see walls lined with, you know, projection materials or display materials and the windows and then really feeling like we're in that black mirror type of rooms and buildings yeah. where NFTs will be bouncing and moving next to us continually um, that very futuristic thing, but but my my real care is somehow world peace, <laughs> happiness, and <laughs> unity out of it, just like a beauty queen. Uh, I love that's, that. that's how I've yeah, that's how I've come out of this. I love it. I love it. Um, so what what um, and you talked about a lot of kind of exposing a lot of these awesome, beautiful things happening. Um, so NFT me dot uh, TV, right? What 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 is what is that first off? Um, and then what kind of role do you want that to have within this growing, you know, infant community, basically? Yeah, really is an infant. Um, so uh, <laughs> NFT Me is the name of the documentary. It's just been um, listed in IMDB officially. Um, I, NFTMe.tv is the website. So you can read more information on it. We'll, we'll be keep putting updates there. There's a trailer. Um, but in effect, uh, NFT me is the culmination of my experience here to understand that the media right now is not reporting in a, a clear, comprehensive and understanding way of what's truly going on here. They talk about people and, you know, Christie's and a couple of, you know, Paris Hilton, Steve Aoki, you know, who, whoever it is that they know that they can mention their names, they got into NFTs, Gary V. But apart from that, they don't really have an understanding of that underlying spirit, development, innovation, change in culture, change in mindset, change in way of working um, that's coming from it that's all amazingly and abundantly positive. So um, lots of people have fear of decentralization, right? We don't have to be totally decentralized. We can mix. It's no problem, right? Nobody's saying either or. It doesn't have to be like that. It's not them or us. It's all of us. So um, what's important is that we tell the story from the community as the community to the greater world so that we ensure that exact spirit of unity, of love, of support, of encouragement, of creativity, of inclusiveness that we have inside this space flourishes and grows and snowballs everywhere around the world. And the only way to do that is to first lower the barriers of entry that we said. And then after you, you get it, right? You get the terminology, you saw somebody else do it. You watch me go through the process, learning what MetaMask is, having a seed phrase, knowing not to store it, getting a guy sending me a link and saying, click this. And somebody saying, don't be careful, you know, and then minting on a site or creating something on a computer and seeing the process that I go through, right? Um, 
once we show them all those things and then we start to show them the creators and the innovators and the new platforms and new new um, initiatives and the new ways of making it fairer and leveling the playing field people are only going to be inspired and encouraged and there's going to be a huge surge of other people coming into the market and that's going to help development that's going to help resources that's going to help the artists to sell more work. That's going to help the collection and the acquisition and the monetization of the work, the artwork and creativity. That's going to help creators all around the world reach um, direct revenue streams and direct fan bases on their own because we're going to have enough demand to go around. But right now, truth be told, there's a small community, as you said, right? It's quite contained within that. The only reason the, the greater community is not in here it's because they don't get it. They don't get the terminology. So we have now 14 documentary series um, that we're producing, believe it or not. Um, two, three years ago, I had one. We launched it. Uh, we, it's called Tech Talk. It was a hit show on Amazon Prime and Apple TV. Um, it then went out to Roku, um, CN, uh, NBC, uh, Peacock, um, uh, a load of other uh, stations around the world about 24 different broadcasters. Um, we won 11 International Film Festival Awards just for Tech Talk. We won another four for our other shows last year. Um, and the 52 companies that we found that were amazing innovators that people didn't really know about. Since the show went live, uh, I think 18 months past, they had earned, they had in, had investment of over $350 million combined. So, that's like $7 million a company, right? So just ridiculous results and impact to the people we elevated, didn't cost them any money. We put them in 80 plus countries, right? But the people in those countries were inspired. They learned how to build things, to create, to innovate, to get involved, to be entrepreneurial. We then got contacted by people in India and Africa that wanted to do sort of groundbreaking initiatives there. Um, we have um, we have given away the content to lots of different educational resources, like in the UK, PwC asked us to uh, give our content to the Tech She Can Charter. So eight to 13 year olds watch Tech Talk as they grow up in, in school. So the power of our content is immense. Um, so since then we've grown to 14 productions and we're delivering at the end of this year uh, our NASA production, Inside NASA's Innovations, and the rise of AI, all about artificial intelligence, um, to Discovery Asia um, in December of this year. So we've been working really hard. You can probably see how tired I am and hear it. Um, I work very hard every day, and that's just the way I believe. Um, I um, We're delivering it in December, and I was hoping that we could have a little break, right? We could uh, yep. relax yep. a couple of months before getting too crazy into anything but it's the time is now and nobody is reporting on what's going on here and I feel that if we don't move right now and act right now then the rest of the media will wake up and they'll come in and they'll tell the story how they think they know the story and that's not the story right especially the way they think because I work with a lot of them and you know they have a way of trying to pick on negativity or cliffhangers or drama because they believe that's what stimulates audiences uh, opposed to actually the truth and reality um, and positivity. So um, we are hell-bent on telling the story. We put together a production called NFT Me. Um, it's a six-part documentary series, an ongoing series. 
that half will show you the path in the first episode from A to Z, everything that you need to know to be an NFT artist or collector or enthusiast or just to understand it all. Um, and then we will, of course, tell you about all of the amazing vibe and industry and incredible activity that's going on here. And at the same time, we'll showcase creators, platforms, brands, artists, galleries, uh, technologies, all the stuff that you want to see. And as the seasons progress, you're not really going to be hearing too much about um, uh, you know, MetaMask and how you set it up because you would have got that in the first season, right? You're just really seeing beautiful art and creations and innovations and developments and following the lives and seeing how it changed the lives of people in different demographics. So we're sharing this exact information, environment, experience, positivity to the rest of the world. We're packaging it in a way that they can understand it. It's easy. You can order takeaway and sit and watch NFT me and get it by the end of it. You don't have to come in clubhouse and break your head, not understand who to ask and when to open your mic and when to talk. Just watch it. You'll get it done. Let's get there involved. You go. There yeah. you go. And then the infant community is going to grow into a child and then a full-fledged adult, which is great. Yes, which yes, is great. Sir, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. You seem you seem pretty excited. I haven't slept as well much. So <laughs> I know just, that's, you're exhausted, that's just how, but you still have yeah. all this passion and energy yeah. for it. That, you know, I, I since I was a kid, I always worked on things that I believed wholeheartedly in and um and that I wanted to do. And yeah. often it was a huge struggle to do that. Don't get me wrong, I failed a million times. Not always my own fault through other you know things that I couldn't control. Um, but that grew me into the person that I am today. But there are three things that you can never, ever, if you have these three things, you can never, ever lose in life. You'll like succeed with everything you do. One of them is passion. The other one is determination. And the third one is resilience, right? And if you have all those three things, if you're so passionate about something, you will like, you'll just, you'll be infectious, right? Other people want to want to get involved, right? If you're determined, you, nothing will, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll make sure that you'll achieve it. And resilient is because stuff's going to come flying at you all the time, right? And if you just got like alligator skin, you have to say, well, I don't care. I'm still going to achieve my target, even though I got knocked down and knocked down and knocked down. You can do anything in the world. So that like, I, I only know that because I, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be oozing with all of that stuff. That's, that's just, that's how I roll. So um, I only work on stuff I'm super passionate about. So I hope, I hope that it rolls over to other people because it's what I believe in. Love it. Well, I, I believe that you're passionate about it just based on this, which is great. <laughs> Thank you. It's great, man. Thank you. Awesome. All right, John. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. You yeah, you too. Bye. 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 Bye.